happy people. Today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an affordable, secure, convenient, and professional counseling service. BetterHelp offers clients a monthly subscription for unlimited communication with your licensed professional counselor. BetterHelp allows you to connect with your counselor in a safe and private online or mobile environment. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist whenever you feel it's necessary. The BetterHelp professional counselors specialize in issues such as stress, anxiety, relationships, depression, addictions, eating, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, grief, religion, and so much more. This is proactive mental health, not a crisis line. If you're feeling suicidal, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, which is 1-800-273-8255. The number again, 800-273-8255. As a special Just for Get Happy with Jay podcast listeners, if you log on to betterhelp.com backslash get happy with Jay, you're going to get a free week of counseling. That's right, a free week to talk to a BetterHelp professional counselor. Sometimes we deal with some pretty heavy subject matter that can at times be triggering to our listeners, and we want to make sure that you have the help available to you just in case you need it. I'm a strong advocate for therapy, and BetterHelp is a way for you to try it in the most private and secure way possible. Once again, for your free week of therapy, visit betterhelp.com backslash get happy with Jay. Now on to today's show. It's part two of our discussion with an amazing woman who's lost over 250 pounds. We have also discussed such serious topics as sexual abuse and suicide in this two-part episode special. Check out part two of the conversation and be encouraged to tackle weight loss or whatever else is hindering you from being your best self. I apologize in advance. At times, the audio is a bit scratchy in today's episode, but please bear with us. It's worth it. Get into it and get happy. How have you dealt with the uh, the plateaus? The plateaus are so frustrating. The first plateau yeah. I had was over a year ago, and it only lasted a month. Like I went in, I work with a nutritionist that I see once okay. a month and a nurse. That's a program I'm doing, and we've set um, a certain amount of calories that I eat. And so basically I'm doing mine by calorie counting, watching what I eat that way. And okay. so I went in one month, and I, had, I thought I had done really well that month, and I didn't lose a pound. I mean, 
it was the same. And so then that that little plateau only lasted about a month. So the next month I went in and I had lost, you know, like eight to 10 pounds again. And so that wasn't too big of a battle. But at the beginning of this year, I had gotten really sick and I had gotten put on prednisone, which that is the enemy to weight loss. If you can avoid being on prednisone, please do. I had to be on two rounds of it. And when I tell you I have never experienced the feeling of hunger that I did while I was on that, it was just bizarre. And so um, I didn't gain any weight. It was it was miserable being that hungry and kind of suffering through it. But yeah. I didn't lose any weight either. And so that kind of started this year off for me really rocking. It's been up and down and I've had a lot of plateaus where I haven't been losing weight. So how do you stay motivated when you do hit those those peaks or the plateaus and you're like, okay, I'm doing everything right and still this this uh, weight needle is not moving? Yeah, it's depressing. I mean, I actually went through the longest one ever. What, like, let's see, the beginning of last year to the end of last year, I stayed around 350, no matter what I would do. Uh-huh. I mean, I would go maybe 350. 365, 360, then back to 352, then 360. I mean, all throughout the year, I skipped Thanksgiving. I didn't eat anything. Uh-huh. I didn't have anything on my birthday. I, I skipped desserts. Like I was doing, I went on a cruise and didn't even eat all the food. Exercising all the time. Uh-huh. No matter what, even if I was dipping to the 40s, I would always end back up in the 50s. So then I started doing some research on that weight. And um, that's a whole nother, Lord, it would take forever. But because of my research, uh-huh. it motivated me to start to switch things up uh-huh. when the scale gets stuck. Because I was just doing the same old thing, mm-hmm. same old re- re- uh, routine. But now when I see, okay, it's been two weeks and I'm still the same weight. Like I'll give myself two to three weeks because that's just how my body is. Yeah. Life is it just like the, if I'm losing weight, it'll stay there for a minute. But after three weeks, um, if it's, you know, it's just time to switch things up again. That's all. I don't get discouraged anymore. Because I also think about where I've come from. Yes. 545 pounds. Let me tell you, my daughter had to help me wash. I couldn't even reach my arm behind me. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't even walk two to three steps without my lower back hurting so bad that tears Mm -hmm. would come in my eyes. I felt like I was having an asthma attack every minute. Right. Like, I can't even describe being 545 pounds. It's rough. And how miserable it was. I said, it is miserable. I started at 417. And it's miserable. And it's like people don't really, if you've never been overweight, you don't know the kinds of things that you have to think about when you're that heavy. Like going to a restaurant, I could never fit into a booth. It was always a table, please. I wouldn't even try to get into a booth. I'd always have to think about, especially when you go someplace new, like, okay, are there going to be some open chairs? Because if the chairs have arms on them, we're going to have a problem. I mean, there's just things that you have to think about. Like if I'm going into like going shopping or whatever having to stop and think how much walking is there you know just things that other people don't think about it's a lot being overweight yes it is things that people take for granted Um, yes it took me a while to you know just recently I'm I'm able to now not worry about food or a restaurant you know but I used to that was a fear of mine and then Uh my late husband would get so embarrassed when let's say the restaurant was pretty packed and all they had were booths and I would say well we have to just wait for a table and it would just be very embarrassing for him and for me and mm-hmm. now to live a life where I don't have to worry about that I mean I just went to Kings of Men on an amusement park with my daughters and again I was worried about being turned away from rides and right before I went to get on one roller coaster one guy got turned away and to me he looked small 
smaller than me. Uh-huh. But when I got there, I was able to fit it just fine. So all of these things are just very exciting and new and uh, just a blessing. Yeah, it's like it's like a f- new freedom that you enjoy. Yes. The, the energy that comes with uh, having all that weight off. And when you think about it and you just even put a visual image to the weight you've lost and the weight I've lost. I mean, I've lost a person. You've lost two yes. people. You know what I mean? Yes. It's an incredible yes. visual when you think about it. Yes, it is. Yes. Well, what have <sighs> you what have you learned about yourself along the way? I've learned that I am enough. I hate to say that. I used to always compare myself to other people, uh-huh. compare my journey to other people's journey. And just if someone, you know, I've seen people lose 100 pounds in five and six months, uh-huh. you know, and then and I'm here I am taking a year to lose it, you know, so I was just like always just beating myself up. What is it that I'm not, am I not doing what they're doing? What are they doing that I'm not doing? And always comparing myself. But now I've learned that, okay, Shonda, you are enough. What you're doing, as long as you're giving it your all and you really are doing the best that you can, then you have to rest in whatever happens. If it takes another two years to get to my goal weight, mm-hmm. then so be it. I'm enough and what I'm doing is enough. I don't know what I can do differently. My whole mindset is clean eating, yes. exercising. You know, it's, it's part of me. I feel like it's part of my DNA now. Yeah. You know, so what else can I do? I've got to be just content and not compare myself to others. Yeah, I had to to be really um, realistic with myself in the beginning that it wasn't overnight that I gained all this weight. I mean, it took mm-hmm. probably 10 to 15 years before I ultimately got up even probably 20 years before I got ultimately to the heaviest that I was. And I just had to stop and keep telling myself, you didn't gain this weight overnight, Jatan, and you're not going to lose it overnight. It's going to take some time. Just do it the nice, slow, healthy way for the longevity of your weight loss journey. So whenever I get kind of discouraged, I have to remember, like, didn't you tell yourself that this was going to be a journey that may take several years? It doesn't matter how many years it takes, as long as I'm seeing some progress. You just have to give yourself that. Have there been any roadblocks or setbacks along the way? Have you had any people that have actually maybe even tried to sabotage you in your weight loss journey? Um, Before my late husband did, he was, you know, we just would eat fat things together. Anytime I wanted to lose weight or try something different, you bring fried fish home, you know, my favorite dirt. But um, ever since then, you know, since he's passed away, um, I don't really have nobody. You know, it's just me and the children now. I am recently married, but I'm married since I'm a workaholic. So, you know, he is, he works a lot. And so, uh-huh. um, and he's slim and he's, you know, he doesn't really eat the way I used to eat with my late husband. So, no, it's just basically me solo, you know. I don't really have a lot of friends. And um, I do have two sisters, but they're also on this journey with me. So mm-hmm. they're actually telling me I'm their motivation. And so, yes, yeah. I, I've been blessed okay. in that regard, too. I'm, I've heard horror stories from other people that have said that, you know, they've had friends and family, and sometimes not intentionally, but um, that sabotage them. But I have been blessed. I have a supportive husband that's, like, right there now. He's not 
eating the way I'm eating, but he's supportive in how I'm eating. And I have wonderful friends and coworkers, so I haven't had that personal experience either. But to anybody that's out there listening, and if you do have people that are sabotaging you, maybe while you're in your weight loss journey, it's time to distance yourself from them. I'm a firm believer that some people are are meant to be in your life for a season. Mm -hmm. And the season might should have been gone years ago, but we're holding on to these toxic relationships. So if that's happening to you, you got to have to question that because if there's anybody in your life and they know that you've struggled, especially if you're obese or or morbidly obese, then the people in your life should want to care enough about you to want you to be around, want you to live, want you to live your best life, and they should support you in your weight loss journey. So if you're out there and, and you're listening and you have people in your life that are not supportive of that journey, it's time to examine some relationships, as painful as that can be. If it means you having a healthy life, you being around, let some mm. folks go if you have to. I know that's right. I know for me, if I were like a young person and fat today, it would be horrible. The fat shaming that goes on and the bullying from that, it's like in the world right now, you can be anything but fat. You're supposed to be able to be accepted for anything but fat. And so my heart goes out when I see young people that are overweight because I'm like, I can only imagine what they're going through and with this whole social media thing. Wow. Mm. Are any of your children having have you had to deal with them about their weight loss journey or being healthy? Uh, the only, you know, my daughters, they were up there. Um, my daughter went from 225 pounds to now she's 160, 169 maybe. And uh, I'm very, very, very proud of her. Uh, she's amazing. So, yeah, but when she was 225 and she's only like 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, you know, I was starting to get concerned because... Uh-huh. Because you know what it's what like. happened with me. Huh? Yeah, because you know what it's like. Right, and I was like, you know, I was in my team and um, I went straight into my 300s before I even got to 17. So Mm -hmm. I just was talking to them both and just encouraging them, don't wait until you're in your 40s like me, okay? Don't live your life in a fat suit if you don't have to. Right, that's uh, that's what I gently tell young people that, you know, when I have the chance, I don't just, like, reach out to anybody, but when, but for those that are close to me, I tell them, you know, look at me. Let me tell you what I've been through. Don't do that. Don't get to the point of me where you basically have no knees left. Don't get to the point where <clears throat> you're almost diabetic, and it's all because of what you've eaten and what and how you've packed on the weight on your body. Stop it now where you where it's easier to lose it and, and get it under control now before it has a chance to affect your health. I love that. Yes. Right. That's, that's, now, I've just. It's important. Yeah. Our testimonies are important. Yeah, it is because we can make a difference. And I know that we're making a difference to people out there that are listening to us right this moment. Now, you have a large presence on social media. I shared in my introduction that I came across you on Instagram. How has your social media presence helped or hindered or both your weight loss? Because there are some trolls out there that I can just imagine just do yeah. nothing but sit around on a computer and. And just trash people. So have you had yes. that experience or has has the oh, yeah. good outweighed the bad on social media? Oh, definitely. I've had it and the good outweighs the bad. So I've had, you know, especially when I started on YouTube, which I was on way before Instagram, I would have people tell me, you know, kill yourself, throw your fat tail off the bridge, you know, and just basically told me my life wasn't worth living because I was 465 pounds. Like, I should just kill myself. So that was, that was shocking. I didn't expect that when I made my YouTube page. 
that people would come and tell me that my life wasn't worth living, I could kill myself. So, yeah. But I'm telling you, the love that I got uh-huh. you know, from just strangers across the world and just the support, even when I was on YouTube for two years trying every different diet under the sun and still staying around 450, 460, people still rocking with me and me still gaining supporters. Like, I'm not losing any weight. Why y'all are, you know, why y'all still follow me? It was just, I'm a real person. We're and that comes across. Yeah. That's what I love is that you are so real. Like when you're having a struggle, you're real about that. And I think I've been following you on Instagram probably, it was probably before you lost your late husband. So so oh. seeing you kind of go through that on there, it was like, wow, this woman is so incredible that she's opening up like this. I don't know if I would have the courage to do that. Like when I just shared my starting weight just a few minutes ago, that's the first time I've ever told anybody how heavy I was. Wow. Like my husband knew, but I've never said that number to anyone else. Amazing. So you, you encouraged me to even do that on this show because I was thinking like, how uh, honest do I want to be? How transparent? parent do I want to be and I know that I want to be extremely open with my listeners so thank you for encouraging me to even <laughs> share my starting number because that's important wow wow I feel that's very very that's a big deal and yeah I it's freeing you did it with me on your show thank you absolutely so I want you to tell people how they can follow you on social media well you can find me on Instagram Facebook and YouTube under Mrs. Baby Fat and it's spelled M-R-S-B-A-B-Y-F-A-T so it's not like the Baby Fat clothesline it's just F-A-T Fat my daughter gave me that name when I couldn't think of anything else when it was time to start my YouTube channel Uh and it just sucks so I love it and I would be honored if you guys would look me up and come and follow me as I journey to get another 100 pounds off and reach my goal weight of 170. Girl, we are going to get there. And you know what? (laughs) I hope that when we do get there that we will get together somewhere in the country and we're going to have to have a meet and greet and a celebration. Yes. I want that to happen. Now, before I let you go, um, share a couple of weight loss tips with our audience because I always want to leave them with some information that's going to help them. All right. My biggest tip that I get is, you know, the people message me all the time. I have to catch up on some now. Educate yourself. Read books. My top books um, that helped me were, uh, let's see, We Sally Total Health by Dr. Davis and um, Keto Clarity. That was another one that helped me and got me started on this this journey. So, but definitely We Sally uh, Total Health. It kind of encompasses all things. My second thing is don't be afraid to switch things up. Yes. You know, I know you say you count calories, but if you get to a plateau, maybe you start counting carbs. Maybe you can look into intermittent fasting. Maybe you can switch up your exercise routine. Don't be afraid to switch things up. And my last bit of advice, harping on that, is don't think that if you ever miss a meal, you're going to die. When I tell people that I'm into intermittent fasting and I don't have to have breakfast, they look at me as though I'm an alien. Uh My body does best with no food in it. It it heals and uh, it, it regulates your blood sugar. You don't have to eat three to six meals a day. You'll be fine. And uh, I do recommend that everyone look into intermittent fasting and giving your digestive system a break. That's good to know because when I first started going to my nutritionist, she just kept trying to encourage me to eat five to six times a day. 
I knew that for me, as much as I work, and I'm a workaholic too, that that just time-wise would not fit for me. And then as I've been on this journey, you get to know what works for your body and what doesn't. So you have to know what works for your body. Even if you are working with someone that's um, a professional, sometimes, like you said, educate yourself in addition to that because everybody is different. Everybody is going to react differently to weight loss. And like we've talked about reaching these peaks and these plateaus, everybody's going to get there and you do have to switch things up and I know I'm going to have to do that because I've been on this plateau too long and I'm not satisfied. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to be flipping the script on some stuff. All right now, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Good, right. good for you. Well, Shonda, God bless you on your journey. Thank you so much for being so open and so honest here on the show. Get Happy with Jay um, the podcast because that's what it's all about. Encouraging people to overcome whatever obstacle is in your way to being your best self. And today we've been talking about weight. So just want to encourage you no matter what your struggle is, there's help for you and you can do it. Shonda, any parting words from you for our listeners? I just want to tell everyone, God bless you all and may you live each day abundantly and filled with love. You know, like I said, my late husband, if I could go back and just tell him I love him one last time. Love is the greatest commandment for a reason. Yes. I leave you guys with lots of peace and love. Thank you so much. And as I always say, you guys, in this upcoming week, do something to make yourself happy. It's not being selfish. It's self-care. Until next week, God bless and take care. I hope you've enjoyed part two of this discussion about extreme weight loss. Be sure and review and subscribe to this podcast. It would also be awesome if you would share it and help us grow this Get Happy movement. We dealt with some heavy stuff today and we're pleased to be able to direct you to a counseling service that can help. Go to betterhelp.com backslash get happy with Jay and you're going to get a free week of counseling sessions. Hopefully you'll be encouraged to continue with therapy and become a monthly subscriber to this awesome, affordable, convenient, and private therapy service. Be sure and check out Mrs. Baby Fat on all social media platforms. Also visit my website, gethappywithjay.com to catch up on all our podcast episodes and even more content.